you have a friend that has lived life in such a way that you reckon everything will go to hell after they pass because somehow they're keeping everything in balance with just their their goodness and their wisdom I have a couple of friends that I revere like that both are 70 years old this year a dozen years older than I am one is a truck stop shoe shiner the other is a mechanic in a town of Coyville about three miles from my home here in the woods in southeast Kansas it has a whopping population of 29 you know Donnie doesn't have much time left and it breaks my heart he had a stroke last year and uh, after he retired being a shop manager for decades uh, past 10 years he's fixed cars for poor people in the area and then he restores hot rods on the side he works slow now he walks slow he drags his left leg and can't properly grip a ratchet in his left hand but every 8 a.m. six days a week he opens up that shop for 10 hours a day his grandson and I go down and help him pull and install engines and transmissions when we can it's just a little too much for him physically now He's been sharing some of his stories. He knows that I love stories of triumph. and I think he knows that his time is short. And so he started telling me his stories. And now I would like to share it with you. At least one of them. He said that his dad worked for his father um, at a salvage yard in Wichita, Kansas. His dad had to work there because he was uneducated and that's all he knew. Donnie and his family lived in a railroad boxcar in the salvage yard. He said that at the beginning of World War II, his mom gave him the last food stamp they had to buy a half gallon of milk at the store down the street. He said he was about eight years old and back then milk came in glass bottles. And on the way home as he swung the sack back and forth in rhythm to his walk the bottle of course flew out and broke on the ground. He said that he seriously thought about running away rather than facing his family without the milk. But he managed to get his courage and returned home. He said that they had to eat cereal three times a day for more than a week without milk. I was like, Donnie, you mean breakfast, lunch, and supper? And he just grinned and said he didn't ever eat a hamburger until he was 12 years old. 
He said the railroad car was cold in the winter. It had a wood stove, but there's no insulation in the walls. And he said they hung blankets to separate the rooms, and that they slept on straw. He said he knew he was poor, but only because he went to school occasionally, and the other kids had nicer clothes and shoes that fit. But he was never jealous. He said that he, his best friend lived in the salvage yard also. That the woman, the mother of these three other children, would walk the neighborhood collecting cardboard boxes from grocery stores and a few pieces of wood. She would drag them home and pull out the rusty nails. He said that the lady built a house out of used wood and cardboard covered it with plastic tarp and it had dirt floors he said he would stay over there most Friday nights in the spring and summer but when he woke up and walked across his granddad's salvage yard and approached his house the railroad boxcar he said it always looked like the Taj Mahal Saturday morning after staying in that cardboard house. He eventually escaped the salvage yard and worked for the railroad as a brakeman and later as a mechanic and then a shop manager. He now has five acres and a two-car shop, nothing fancy. His land is full of old antique cars he's drug home. It stretches from end to end. There's probably over a hundred. And he restores them one at a time and often wins best of show at car shows. They are flawless. Donnie's had a tough go lately. He's lost both his brothers and a decade ago he lost his daughter and his son and the town meth addict. He's had a lot of hardship but he raised a grandson from the age of five and this this boy has grown into a pillar of a man. He's a great father and husband and, and also the best mechanic in the county. <laughs> He, uh, Donnie, told me that his grandson is proof that it was all worth it and that we only need one. When I was leaving yesterday, after he shared the story, he walked me to my car and he said, You know, I still get sick to my stomach every time I have to carry the milk into the house after visiting the grocery store. He said, John, I'd rather hit my own finger with a big hammer than carry that milk into the house. He said, I worry that I'm going to drop it every time, 60 years later. Thanks for listening. And let's talk next time.